0: Four, three,
1: two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. This episode of Movies First is brought to you by dollarshaveclub.com. Uh, go to their website, dollarshaveclub.com, slash first, for a very special welcoming offer for new members. Uh, and now a very special welcome for Alex
0: First. Greetings, Alex First. Greeting, mad bugger. What? That was my first thought when I saw one of the opening shots in the movie Mountain. Okay. I wasn't actually just thinking about you. I probably was thinking about both. But it's, it's a picturesque documentary. And it's been completed with the accompaniment of the Australian Chamber Orchestra. And there was this bloke scaling a sheer cliff face. Right. Seemingly without any form of aid, staring death in the face. Would you do that? No. The uh, hands and feet of this bloke were searching for the tiniest of cracks or leverage in the unforgiving surface, and, I mean, it's shocking. Somehow it's admirable at the same time.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So wouldn't you like me to be admirous of you by you doing this?
1: I tell you what, how about you climb the mountain with no safety gear?
0: No, no, but I was the one who put the challenge out there for you.
1: Yeah, but it was it, your idea. It would be churlish
0: of me to steal your thunder. Off you go. Ah, ah very good. It pushes the boundaries. Right? Setting personal challenges, that's what it does. But the question is, at what cost? And, you know, Mountain is this cinematic and musical collaboration. It's a, it's an odyssey through some of the, the planet's most awesome landscapes. I mean... It shows the force of high places and, and the ongoing power that high places have to shape our lives and our dreams. You, you go back three centuries, you're only a little lad at that stage. And, you know, climbing a mountain when you were a kid would have been considered close to lunacy.
1: Well, exactly. You know, it wasn't the kind of thing you did for leisure. And, uh, you know, Everest was still a couple of hundred years away from being mounted at that stage.
0: Exactly. I mean, the idea that wild landscapes could hold any sort of attraction scarcely existed. I mean, peaks were, were really places of peril, not beauty. And how then have we come to hold mountains in such esteem? They, they hold us spellbound. They draw us into their dominion. And well, that's a how, good word. Thank you very much. Um, it, it comes from dominoes. No, it doesn't. Anyway, <laughs> that that's what this documentary sets out to answer. How can we have gone from where we were three centuries ago to where we are now? And by the time Mount Everest was conquered in the mid-20th century, mountaineering had become a quest for mastery rather than a search for mystery. And and mountains were seen as adversaries to be overcome, places where fear could be taken to the edge and sometimes beyond. Millions, of course, are now enchanted by the magic. And where once their remoteness protected their purity, mountains today have become theatres for recreation. They're they're managed, they're commoditised as parks and playgrounds. But really, mountains are so much more than an escape or an enemy to be overcome. Their greatest value lies in their power to inspire wonder and awe and to remind us of the, the limits of our schemes and ambition. Oh, is that so, your
1: line or is that something you've stolen from the narrator?
0: You, you think I'd do that? absolutely bloody lutely Anyway, <laughs> the, the, the director is Jen Pedem, and she did Sherpa. Richard Tognetti... He's Artistic Director of the Australian Chamber Orchestra.
1: He, he does a masterful job with that. I've, I've seen them in performance with him out front. Oh, oh yeah.
0: Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Well, I don't know so, who
1: was out front, actually. That would be the conductor, but I've seen them. You know, I've seen the, the ACO and I've, I've seen, w- during Tognetti's uh, time in charge.
0: Yeah, well, the, yeah. the two of them, the international collaboration, a US-based cinematographer called Renan Oztook, O-Z-T-U-R-K, and a British writer called Robert McFarlane, a great voice. Great voice. See, it's not only you who've got a great voice. You do. That's the one nice thing I'll say about you. Um, Chris Coleman has a magnificent voice. So does Willem Dafoe, the American actor.
1: I'd love to know how they got him to do this.
0: I don't think it... To be honest, I reckon it would be a pretty straightforward gig, wouldn't it? To, to, I mean, it's kind of like... We've talked about this before. You'd be great in a Disney film, right? Because they wouldn't have to look at you. Uh, but... You know, <laughs> Ah, just came out of me. Sorry. It just, it just, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't take it back now, can I? Uh, just, just
1: remind me again which one of us has the IMDb listing? Which one of us has actually appeared on screen in a movie?
0: That's And no, on television. The beaut part is that now you can, and you probably get more than one bit part because you're going to get a really nice close shave, <laughs> aren't you? Because of our sponsor. Come on, talk about our sponsor. Before I go on about this movie, tell me all about. I, th- this is a great <laughs> idea no, this is a, a p-
1: great idea and let me tell you about the dollar shave club because yeah. dollarshaveclub.com deliver high quality razors now they will do the, this is great they deliver it to your door because that way you don't have to uh muck around with going to the shops and you don't have to you know what happened the last time i actually went shopping for razors i actually went shopping for razors i bought about 20 other things in the supermarket i got home and what was the one thing i hadn't bought
0: so, in other words, you you shave with a ham and salami sandwich the I, next.
1: I, I, well, I shaved with with a razor that was about as effective as a ham and salami sandwich. we yeah, wound up looking very. Uh, unkempt for for an additional day. These guys at dollarshaveclub.com they will deliver right to your door on a schedule that suits you. You can find out more on their website by going to a very special web address uh, and remember, you're listening to movies first, so if you go to dollarshaveclub.com slash first, uh, get a very special welcoming offer. And here's the best bit Alex, not only do you get the choice of two, four or six blade razors, you can start off for five bucks.
0: Yeah, Chris... My concern with you is, if you put one hand up there, up and you with. want to get <laughs> you uh, and you want a six-blade razor, you won't know how to count it out because you've only got one hand up. Oh, yeah. So you, you need to take oh, you, need, you need to take your beautiful wife Annie with you <laughs> to make sure. No, in fact, when you're going online, <laughs> the dollarshaveclub.com, make sure she can count the six because you want the six. You want the the piece de resistance of shaving blades that DollarShaveClub.com has, and and that's the executive razor.
1: Yeah. That- now, I, I haven't checked this out, but they do tell me, the, the guys at uh, dollarshaveclub.com do tell me that the ladies can use these razors, and they can use them uh, with Dr. Carver's shave butter on their legs and so on. Uh, but... Not yet, okay, right now, fellas, you are you, getting, are you t-
0: getting down and dirty with dr Shay? Uh, no
1: i'm I'm just saying right I'm just saying right now, fellas, get on it, check it out for yourself, and with uh, with the festive season looming, how about this? You can actually give your lovely lady for Christmas, a subscription to the Dollar Shave Club so she can do the shaving as well. Uh, More than 3 million members love the Dollar Shave Club. Here's your chance to see uh, why right now you can get your first month of the club for as little as $5 and after that just a few bucks a month will keep you in. Dollar Shave Club, so confident in the quality and value of all their products. They will not ask you for a long-term commitment and they will not sting you for any hidden fees. There is really no reason not to join. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash first. That website. Address again for movies first listeners, dollarshaveclub.com slash first. All right, let's talk about mountains. <laughs> let's talk about mountains and close it's shaves it's on mountaintops.
0: And, and, exactly, the, the beauty, the grandeur, the danger, the terror of some of the, the most spectacular natural formations on the planet. Some of the narration is insightful. I mean. It's it's beautifully captured by by Oz Turk, reading Oz Turk, the cinematographer. But the narration itself, some of it's insightful. Other components, well, appear obvious, unnecessary. It's like saying something just for the sake of it. Having said that, I love listening to Willem T- Dafoe's voice. He's got but, a great voice. Yeah, richness of tone, really, really good. You know, but, you know
1: where I, a, a movie, the, the, the Spider-Man movie he was in.
0: Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what
1: was he? Uh, Osgood, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. he was the bad guy. Yeah, he but was the I mean,
1: bad guy, but he, was, he, he just has that voice. He does. I mean,
0: there's a real randomness about the narrative and the shots that he used, though, Chris. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason as to why that's the case. And there's even a repetitious reference to Everest being the ultimate challenge. Well, we, you know, once you've said it once, you don't need to say it again, and we know it's the ultimate challenge, but shots of, of wonder and awe are juxtaposed with man's endeavour on or endeavours, plural, on foot, by bicycle, on skis, snowboard, and some of it plays with solitude, other components with the frenetic and frenzied. Most of them are aerial shots, Chris, although there are also a number taken at ground level. So, I mean, I'm presuming it's a combination of drones and maybe even helicopters. Who knows? I mean, yeah, just,
1: see, they use, they use drones a lot where they used to use choppers.
0: Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm only imagining, I don't know, that to be the case, that there could be a combo of the two. What would a doco about snow-covered mountains be without respectful spiritual footage mm. in amongst the Devil Pursuits? So there's that. And I suppose what I'm saying is, notwithstanding the merits of the endeavour here, I actually found myself regularly clock-watching. Oh,
1: uh, that's not a good sign.
0: Well, a few minutes would have been nice, uh, and 74, a bit too much. That's how long it runs for, 74 mm. minutes, now 14. So, I, and I think it could have been easily fixed by somebody sort of saying, well, where's the narrative flow here? I mean, I understand it's not that kind of movie traditionally, but it just, yeah, I, I just seemed to me, oh, well, let's put in a shot of this now, and, you know, let's do this. But th- there wasn't any any semblance of reason to me as to why it was the way it was.
1: Yeah, even though a doco is a a, a presentation of factual material, it still needs something to, to string it together, to make it cohesive.
0: Yeah, exactly. So... I reckon Mountain gets a five and a half out of ten, maybe if it's pushed a six, but really five and a half.
1: Okay. Willem Defoe the narrator. Oh, do you prefer
0: narrator or narrator? I've never heard narrator.
1: Oh, I've heard a few people say it. That's why I was asking. I can't stand it. It's narrator, but I was just wondering. Yeah. Mm,
0: okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what are other words that are? Oh, I oh,
1: don't no. go with tomato, please. Just
0: let's no, just... no tomato, tomato. No, it's always been tomato. Yeah. No, but see, then, in that
1: song, they say, you know, in the in the song, they go, "You say tomato, I say tomato." And then it goes, "You say
0: potato, I say potato." Who on earth says potato? No, nobody's says, That's gelato. The the um. <laughs> or gelato? Me, gelato, yeah. Uh, the, the The thing that gets me is when you get to an organisation and they say H C. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I know. And, and it's funny I this is this is true. I am uh, my private health insurance is with HCF. Mm-hmm. And I I had cause to ring them today. And I was put oh, on Oh no, no. No. HCF. Yeah, and they both both different people said the same thing. Mm. And I I didn't want to correct them. I didn't, but I I oh, It's great. Yeah, great. It depends on the school you go to, though, really. I mean...
1: No, no, no. Well, yes, it does. You either go to a school that teaches you it's H and is correct, or you go to a school that teaches you that says it's H and is completely wrong. Uh, We need to move on. We need to wrap up. Alex, we'll talk uh, about uh, another uh, movie again soon, uh,
0: eh? We we will. And, and, you know, so listen, now is the time for you to have another shave. I say that at the end of each program because you're an ugly brute. Go to dollarshaveclub.com, please, forward slash first just for the listeners to this podcast special offers there check it out you are never going to turn back because the high quality razors they produce just give you a baby's bottom shave magnificent You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor.
1: This has been another quality podcast
0: production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld.
1: Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family.
0: And using the name Donnie Brasco...